Welcome to another episode of Megan Law. Yay! <laughs> it's us <laughs> doing our thing. <laughs> Today we're talking about Jupiter, but before we talk about Jupiter, I just want to say the purpose of us doing this recording is really to consider this in a theoretical approach and also maybe practical if you can move around, is how does your human design and your astrology and astrogeography be and become affected when you're moving around on this earth you're in energy space the earth is an energy space and you're harnessing those energy lines and so that is all experimental and we encourage you to be experimental with it and that's why we're having this conversation so today we're talking about jupiter and in the conversation of jupiter we're going to explore what jupiter is from a human design point of view as well as astrogeography slash astrology so I'm going to hand over to Meg, and Meg's going to tell us a little bit more from her side. Yeah, so Jupiter is the planet of abundance and good fortune and luck and where we need the most amount of room to grow. So um, wherever Jupiter is in your um, astrology, whatever house it rules, it needs a lot of space for growth and expansion. And with the, the thinking behind, you know, like positives and negatives to, to all planets and signs and, and in astrology, there's polarity to everything. Jupiter has a shadow side of overindulgence, taking too many risks, almost being a little bit lazy, feeling like luck will just come to us. Um, and so Jupiter represents in astrogeography places where we can have good amounts of um, luck and good fortune but if depending on what your sign and house and rulership is um, for, for Jupiter that could play out differently for you um, so Jupiter rules Sagittarius and the ninth house of travel and and higher education and I specifically love Jupiter as a planet for astrogeography because of this aspect to travel and expanding our knowledge and understanding of ourselves by traveling and learning about other other places um and then the other thing that I wanted to say about um Jupiter is because it's a growth thing it can also result in sort of an overindulgence so um some people with sort of negatively placed Jupiter lines could actually find themselves gaining weight or having difficulty losing weight uh, you know on a Jupiter line so it's not all lucky and uh, abundance um you know in terms of the money sense because I think most people think of Jupiter as this lucky planet where I'm going to get lots of money on a Jupiter line but not always the case what's it like in human design so from a human design perspective, and we're looking at here also rave cosmology, Jupiter and its four Galilean, Galilean moons, sorry, um, they represent a kind of electromagnetic um, central operating theater in which the solar system operates in terms of how incarnation takes place. So it's almost like this um, structure around laws, and it's coordinated around that facility of Jupiter and its moons. So, you know, you know, while Jupiter is like this real ruler of the solar system, it has all those aspects that you've just mentioned in astrology that's brought forward and through. When we're looking at Jupiter, both the personality and the design of the chart in human design, what's significant is that it represents law. And so Jupiter is about the law that it writes in the personality and the design. So it's kind of the law that you live by in which you gain good fortune. 
So in a sense, like if you look at that position of Jupiter in your design, what you're looking at is the places where you need to establish a very clear and correct way for yourself. And these activations, um, they're, you know, they're both a law, but they're also binary. So you have the personality and the design side, which is that duality. And it's quite important to look at the combination of those two laws to understand how they actually fit into the whole. Now, not all your planets in human design have are, are law planets, you could say, but Jupiter is a planet that is associated with the law around what it's holding for you personally within your chart. Okay, that's really interesting because um, Jupiter also in astrology, it kind of um, rules justice as well. So I quite like that you keep mentioning law because of justice. Um, in terms of the aspects with astrology, so on um, depending on which, which conversations are being had between the different planets, where if Jupiter is connecting to uh, a planet like the sun, then obviously it makes you really jovial and light and just this big um energy that comes into the room and everyone just can't help but 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 notice you and then if you've got jupiter connected to uh pluto then you're like deep and transformative and maybe a little bit more mysterious um i think most people when they're asking me about abundance and luck then you need to look at the conversations that jupiter and venus are having in your chart that really can indicate abundance and luck in terms of like the monetary aspect or the you know personal wealth um aspect um and then people that have jupiter in their first house sometimes do struggle with weight jupiter in the sixth house can also um sometimes um lead to sort of an overindulgence um I have uh, Jupiter square my sun, so that can sometimes also play up. Um, squares are not lucky, but there are stairs. So if you're determined to take the challenges that, you know, those negative aspects have in your chart, then yes, I can overcome and be determined to persevere. But there is a lower expression of that where I do generally kind of overindulge a little bit <laughs> with my, and, and, and that I think is, is that aspect. Um, what are aspects in human design related to, to Jupiter? Well, it depends on what gates it's basically touching and where it's affecting your chart. So that'll, that'll change the placement. Um, for instance, both of us, and I just think it's based on our, um, time, date of birth and the configurations of our generation. We've, you and I both are splenic that Jupiter's touching our spleen. Where if I look at another generation or five years before or after, or even just two or three years, I'm seeing Jupiter in other places of the design. So like root and head or even solar plexus, emotion or throat. And it, it can vary. So depending on that gate and then depending on how it's aspected individually for that person, they would need to look at their chart to understand like, you know, is Jupiter in detriment or is it exalted? You know, for instance, in my chart, I've got one aspect on my design side where it's both exalted and in detriment. And then in personality aspect, um, which I think it was exalted, but the one in detriment on the design was actually quite negative and it was quite unconscious for me. It was like the, the struggle and the ability to basically like have these bad, have these habits, for instance, or have these parts of myself, which are undeveloped and they're not able to develop them because I can't actually see them properly. And so that becomes my downfall. And so I felt when I was reading that, and obviously, you know, we're sharing personal information here, 
when I was reading that, like I actually felt like Jupiter, a Jupiter line for me probably would didn't resonate. I could feel it in my body. And I was just like, I actually need to stay away from a Jupiter line. I would be accessing more of that uncon- unconscious self and the inability to then pathologize would be worse and just did not feel good. Like even talking about it now on Jupiter's day of Thursday, I feel heavy in my body. I don't feel good. I don't feel light compared to when we had done another planet on another day, you know, I, like the difference in the feeling. I feel the heaviness of Jupiter. It's interesting you say that because Jupiter is in your 12th house and it's in Libra. And so um, G- Jupiter and Libra, just without taking the, the house system, just looking at Jupiter and Libra, you would say equal partnership, a compassionate partner, you know, looking for, you you get growth and abundance through uh, your interactions with people. But because it's in the 12th house, it's it just automatically becomes hidden and it becomes this feeling like, um, the luck that you feel is, is almost re- heavily reliant on the fact that you have a great belief in faith and the unknown and the, like the sort of the, you know, your unconscious state. And so you being on a Jupiter line, you know, would, would rely, it would be a heavy test of just relying on faith in the universe to just have your back a little bit. But you've got other aspects that are in your chart that are, um, you know, attached to to your Jupiter. So Jupiter conjunct Pluto and conjunct Mercury. That actually makes you have like a lot of big ideas. In your 12th house, I talk about spirituality and faith and hidden in the 12th house, but a lot of people don't actually realize that that actually makes you really determined and almost put a lot of pressure on yourself to succeed. So uh, the 12th house can also relate in overextending yourself because you just want to get things done um, and expand and grow. And if you're not growing and expanding at the rate that Jupiter wants, which is just like infinite, um, then there feels like this lack of, of, of not succeeding. And the similar to you, I have jupiter in scorpio which kind of feels a little bit hidden but it's in my seventh house so my interactions one-on-one are deeply transformative um but it's all squaring my planets in my 10th house so i do put a a lot of pressure on myself to succeed and um that jupiter in scorpio wants deep transformation wants uh, it to be meaningful um, I'm also connecting to source uh, intuitively. You know, there's also there's aspects to my chart that also make me. It's necessary for me to really feel into those that energy as well. I think for you, if you were to travel to a Jupiter line, I would probably recommend staying on the angle of your rising sun. So staying on a Jupiter. Um, AC line, which would be like feeling abundant about yourself because you give a lot of your abundance to everyone else um, being in Libra, that there there's not a very much bigger compromise in terms of what your needs are. So if you were to go to a Jupiter line, there's a really lovely line that's actually crosses close to your node line in Bucharest, Romania. I think we've actually talked about you being interested in Romania. And I think that actually would bring about a feeling of luck for yourself. It doesn't have to be going to these places to win lottery tickets and to make it big in the world and to be seen and and all of that that but just feeling like lucky and grateful and expansive in terms of yourself that might be really good for you um and then yeah i think for me 
my Jupiter in Scorpio can be quite secretive and closed off. Um, and, and being in the seventh house, it, it is, it, it's centered around my relationships with people and human connections. And so I have been very close to my Jupiter DC line before. And, um, I actually experienced a really great, uh, you know, I had really good luck there. I kind of arrived not knowing anyone and I was there for a work event and ended up meeting somebody that was from the area. It was in Istanbul. And she ended up like taking me under her wing, inviting me over to her place, like taking me out for dinner, introducing me to the culture. And I just felt like it was such a beautiful experience of being there. Um, and I have now since understanding what astrogeography and sort of tapping into it remotely, I have actually got very good friends that live along my Jupiter DC line. And I think that helps because those relationships I feel especially like I have a trust with them, you know, this ability to really connect on a deep level with those relationships. And that makes it expansive. It doesn't always have to be around what people deem as successful or money related. You know, I think that's what Jupiter gets a bad rap for is everyone thinks of it as like, oh, expansive is in terms of your wallet size, but it's not. Well, that's the thing is that you want to be able to benefit from the generosity that Jupiter offers you in your chart, but based on how you are able to work with that energy and read those lines. And, you know, it's something that the mind can't do as well. So you also, you have to take it away from the mind. And in human design, we say, you know, use your strategy and your authority, make those decisions and feel into those decisions. You know, what is your what is that mechanism of your inner authority, your inner guidance telling you? And how do you feel about it when you put your your attention on it? What's resonating with you? Because, you know, you're resonating with your law, ultimately. You're resonating with your design that's meant to take you into a certain place and for those experiences. So, you know, it's like, how does that feel? So that's why I say to you, it's weird because when I felt into it and Another part of this, which I find very curious, is that, you know, as a 4-6 splenic projector, my my guidance system is splenic. Jupiter's in my spleen. So, you know, talk about like feeling into what feels lucky and what doesn't feel lucky, what feels abundant and what doesn't feel abundant as well. Um, You know, you get that instant feeling of like, "Mm, this resonates, it doesn't resonate. Yeah. The other interesting thing about your chart um, uh, is that your Jupiter has this, uh, because it's in the 12th house and because it feels hidden, is that you've kind of got this beautiful ability of like even a challenging situation, you have the ability to see the silver lining in every challenge. So I actually think that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful gift to have. Um, and you know, in terms of relationship astrology, our synastry is actually really lovely. Like I, it's fated that we we sort of connected and we started chatting, but I think there's definitely a reason why we work so well together. And it might actually be because of Jupiter, because, you know, your your sun lights up my Jupiter and my Pluto lights up your Jupiter. And so it's like almost this deep transformation, this growth and expansion that we get from each other. Um, by being generous with each other and by sharing and talking and being really vulnerable on this, you know, uh, podcast that we've created really does help us expand and grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. And hopefully for the audience out there who are listening, watching, engaging, 
you know, we, again, we just want you to be curious and we want you to just think of yourself in and in a way that's multidimensional, you know, that you're beyond just being a singular entity, just in a human flesh, you know, we're all, we actually all are spiritual beings and each of us contain many pathways to God and finding that pathway, finding that energy spot, connecting to that energy spot, like why not? Life is too short not to experiment with it and also knowing the places that aren't good for you. That's also important. Not that it's a given, but there are places that might not resonate a hundred percent and your experiences there wouldn't be great. You know, you can have negative experiences. You can lose your wallet. You can you know, get mugged, you can have your bag stolen, you know, or you could just have a really awful trip where you're fighting the whole time. So why not consider how your energy works in another space and then combine those? Yeah. And I mean, I think like just, um, just to summarize in terms of astrogeography, Jupiter for me works really well with relationships with other people because it's in my seventh house, but I don't think a Jupiter career line would be very good for me because I think it would put me under a lot of pressure. Um, and then, yeah, Jupiter makes you a little bit reckless and can make you take risks that you don't necessarily, you're not really thinking of to, because you, you're sort of chasing that abundance. And if you're going to a particular Jupiter line where your lines, you know, where your sign and house is kind of negatively aspected, then, you know, the lower expression of Jupiter exists. Um, and plus there's, loads of planets and loads of lines so like it not everyone needs to go to the jupiter line like you can actually thrive and live really happily on, on loads of different lines so don't limit yourself to just finding luck and abundance on a jupiter line and sometimes people are more lucky or more unlucky and i'll say more lucky in some cases you get friends who are like oh that person's so lucky and everything just happens for them again it's the configuration their design their astrogeography their astrology it's not that they have got a magic gift for manifesting. They are in the right place based on their energy space and things happen. And that's all it is. Or maybe they are good at manifesting, but they just know their design, human design. <laughs> better than else. Or they're tapping into an energy, whether it be conscious or unconscious. But, you know, sometimes when it works, it works. And when it doesn't, it doesn't. And when it doesn't, it's a real pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. And just lastly, on that Jupiter career line, because it's, it's outward facing, if you're going for abundance in your career, it could be like a public fall from grace. Like, do, does everyone want, like, all of their dirty laundry like aired out there on a Jupiter line? Probably not. So, yeah. Unless you're into um, becoming a famous celebrity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then anything's possible. <laughs> Just exactly. Let it all go, all for fame. <laughs> well, it was so lovely having you listen, watch, engage. Thank you for being part of this. And we're going to love, love and leave you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>